Captain's Log, Episode 13, Frankly Drinking. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Located at 3511 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens, now featuring for an increasingly limited time, the 2020 Goose Island Bourbon County brand Stouts. They're going fast, fellow Beer Avengers. Don't be left out. Enjoy their eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items, including their new line of beer soaps. Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. Coming up on today's show, meet another guest Beer Avenger, the one and only craft beer Frank, a.k.a. The Inspector. On behalf of all the Beer Avengers, I want to wish you happy holidays and a hopeful new year. I've heard some skeptical voices in the last few days as to whether we should all be so joyous about 2020 ending, because 2021 could always be worse. It's hard to argue with that. Nothing about putting up a new calendar is a magic wand. When I'm hopeful, I'm always guardedly so. But when I mentally time travel back about, oh, let's say four years, there's no question that I have higher hopes for 2021 than I did for 2017. That gives me some solace. Well, that's enough of that. Without further ado, please enjoy episode 13, Frankly Drinking. Well, we're the beer, 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 beer ventures, beer, 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 beer ventures, beer, 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 beer ventures. We're the beer ventures. Welcome to the beer cast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in Manhattan Town, New York City, this is Hophead Huck, a.k.a. Pale Male. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder. And I guess I am the guest coming to you from an undisclosed location somewhere east of the undisclosed locations of these three gentlemen. I am Craft Beer Frank, a.k.a. The Inspector. And we are... The, the Beer Avengers! That's right, we're the Beer Avengers. So happy to have everyone here on the Beer Cast. And we want to welcome our special guest Beer Avenger, Craft Beer Frank, a.k.a. The, the Inspector. Wonderful to have you here. C-B-F-A-T-I. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Indeed. I'm pleased to be here. Um, Craft uh, uh, Beer Frank is gonna has has a wonderful pour as do we all, minimum of one. Who knows how many are in store for you this week? Um, and we're gonna talk about our weekend beer and lots of other. And we're gonna get to know uh, Frank a little bit better. Uh, but before we do any of those things, it's time for the pours, right? Let's get right oh, to yeah. it. Absolutely. Pours. All right. Um, let's see. I'm trying to figure this out. I don't know who should go first. What do you think, Beer Wonder? This is very challenging for Beer Captain, but you know what? Tradition, practice makes perfect. Frank, would you like to start us off? I certainly will. Would let's see. Only polite. He is our guest. It, it really now, is. It really is. Do I do I announce what the beer is? It is. Yeah, let yeah, us know. They were going to know it. <laughs> Great South Bay. This is an audio podcast, man. <laughs> Roasty, toasty, Bay. set stout. Ooh, now oh, this very pretty. Which I just spilled on my, on my. That's desk. okay. Yeah, that's okay. Tilt your glass a little bit so we can really see that color there, oh, because that is a nice, nice beautiful dark. dark. 
chocolatey weird. You're disappearing behind it as uh, any good beer vendor should. Um, and it's got a good, it's got a pretty frothy head on the top of it. It looks like. Yeah. What's the, what's the ABV on that uh, CVS? 6%. Oh, nice. Very nice. Okay. It, I also, it, it has notes here. Northern brewer hops with roasted barley, pale ale and flaked barley malts. Ooh, fun. I don't know. Right. That's, Covering the gamut there. All right. Well, it all sounds good. I wish we could. I wish we we, we haven't seen much of their stuff in uh, my neck of the woods for a while. So it's nice to at least see it, even if I can't taste it. Mm-hmm. Who's up hey. next? Well, I think. I mean, I I think it's only polite that Beer Wonder should go next. Well, I mean, I'm happy to go next. Um, I I wanted to to rep again for another favorite of mine. We saw them a few weeks ago, but I I spotted one of my favorite of their full strength beers that they got out. It is the Five Burrows Brewing Company. Uh, Gridlock Hazy IPA, because it's been a hot second since I've done a full-strength Hazy Boy for y'all. And I enjoy this one very much, because it's got all that tropical citrus action that you really, really want out of these guys. Pours beautifully, too. Pretty hazy. Yeah, it's got that nice nice. orange vibe to it. Yeah, it definitely, and it's got all that citrus. It also gives me a little bit of kiwi, really thin, foamy head on the top, and the smell is great. Wonderful. All right, what do you, what do you got there, Huck? Well, you know, I also have a double IPA today. Oh. Uh, this is from our good friends at Finback Brewing. Oh, fine, finest of Finback. This fine is the first brewery. Finback we've had on the show, I isn't it? I think it is, yeah. It might be the first. And I wanted to showcase Finback because – they make great IPAs, but they also make great fruited IPAs. I think that's really, they do it better than most uh, breweries around. And so this is called Gavat, and it's made with orange peel, orange and mango. It's orange Ooh. and mango. I forgot you know, to roll, they... roll the can, so we'll see what happens here. Now, well, let's see. We're going. Oh, now this is definitely, when we're talking about orange juice, this is what that one pours like. You can't see through it at all, and it's got that bright color. I bet that's from the mango. Excited about how this. Yeah, is it's got that darker color from the mango. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's, like it's great interesting. A lot, of the, a, beauty, a lot of the hazy, uh, a lot of the hazy IPAs uh, kind of look like orange juice, but not many of them are flavored with it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Certainly is. Well, I was remembering a, a few weeks back when we were talking about the whole idea about beers that you sleep on. Uh, meaning ones that you used to think of as a favorite, but now you're so into looking for the new ones. uh, You just leave them aside. Um, And this is one I never have slept on, but it's one that I go back, like whenever I see it, it's an old friend. We actually shared one of these. um, And as if we get to my second pour, you might sense a theme coming uh, because this is a Christmas stout. It's the Stone Chocoveza. Oh, yeah! And I'm holding it right side up. This is how they printed them this year. Uh-huh. Maybe because 2020 is an upside down year. I don't know. I mean, uh, not but this is, let's see, let me, uh, this is a, an 8% uh, stout. It's, it's considered a Christmas stout because it's based on Mexican hot chocolate. Um, and I, I looked this up. I knew, of course, there was, there was cho- coffee and chocolate and cinnamon is all there, but also pasilla peppers. Ooh. Yeah, I remember Sweet. we should have vanilla all together, yeah. and nutmeg. So as we're recording this, two days before December the 25th, ah, a Merry Christmas Stout. That's wow. everything. You that all. looks great, man. That, that looks beautiful. It's got that nice brown head on it. Uh, and it's a high ABV, so tiny little bubbles there. Again, the captain is disappearing behind that super dark beer. It's the 
Avengers. It's what we expect here at the Beer Avengers. Just like Abuela used to make. <laughs> One of my favorite beers to begin with. All right. Well, ex, everybody ex got something? Cheers, gentlemen. Oh, cheers. Cheers, cheers y'all. You know, uh, I always like to be prepared with my bona fides about uh, whether something is a, you know, wh- where they where they stand on whether they're pure enough for for Huck as uh-huh. uh, as a microbrewery. And Stone is pretty big, but uh, they don't seem to have been, you know, devoured up by anyone. That's uh, right. They seem to do most of their expansion on their own. I didn't realize until I was looking this up today that they have a facility in Virginia, mm. um, which is probably part of why we're able to see so much of it here. Um, mm, they yes. tried some expansions overseas, which I also discovered about 10 minutes before we got on here is pretty much all defunct. Um, I think they that's had a, the, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, wait, go ahead. What were you, you going to say? I was going to say, I think that's why the label is upside down. They're indicating to you that it's one of the, uh, the Virginia ones. I think they oh, started doing that as a, as a joke. And then they said, well, let's, let's keep it trying it. Well, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, they had, a, they had a big facility in Berlin. Uh, that they apparently uh, a year or two ago sold to BrewDog. Um, ah. They had a big facility in China that just closed earlier this year. Um, yeah, it was funny. Uh, we had talked a little bit before about how uh, for the last 15 years, I'm on an extended hiatus, worked at the Statue of Liberty. And every summer uh, we have students working there mm-hmm. who are uh, uh, from all over the world. And uh, one year, this young lady from China uh, I mean, just 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 got from from China like a week ago, and she's on the on the boat, and we're taking the ferry across the way, and she's got a stone like an arrogant bastard T-shirt. Oh, cool! And I was saying, oh, where do you get? She said, oh, I I, I work for the I, I I work for the the I used to work for the stone in China. I didn't even know there was a stone in China, so that's how I learned that huh. little bit of info. That's awesome. Who knew? Well, you know, the Chinese beer market, largest beer market in the world, so I'm not surprised that folks would want to hop into that. Also, I learned that this one uh, is about as old as the Beer Avengers blog. <laughs> the first Stone Chocoveza was in 2014. Oh, there you go. Now, Frank, how's that roasty toasty stout? Oh, it's, it's excellent, man. Would you like me to, so you can get a good shot? Oh, yeah, I'll get one more yeah. shot of that. Because uh, that's also Very gorgeous, nice. gorgeous can art. Now, is that, that is, just describe it for us. It seems to be Smokey the Bear uh, smoking a cigarette. It's Smokey. The, I never really noticed it before. You're actually making me notice this. I, I didn't really look. You're right. It's Smokey the Bear, except he's Toasty the Bear. Oh, Toasty he's, the Bear. Well, toasty that's the Bear. He's toasted okay. in more ways than when he's smoking a cigarette or a, or a spliff. <laughs> 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 And the Great no. South Bay logo is, is on the top, and there's some oh, eagles yeah, here. And... Is it a smoked stout? Does it have a smoky flavor? It, it, it does have a bit of a smoky flavor, kind of a mm. chocolate uh, and coffee undertones, you know. I think both um, Captain Porter Brown Stout and I like very dark things. Yeah. With high proclivities that way, yes. Uh, you generally don't find them where I am, and honestly, can I say where I got this? Is that violating a protocol? Or no, no, absolutely no. does not violate. Actually, this is something we discussed with. Oh, I guess a week or two ago, someone was being really coy about where she got it. I said, "No, we're we fiercely protect our identities, but uh, we're all about protecting uh, about protecting the small businesses' existence. So, any mm-hmm. opportunity to say where you got something, say where you got it. This is not a small business. This is right. stop and shop." 
Hey, but here's the thing: if Stop and Shop is now is now up in their game, cheers. A little bit. I told uh, uh, the captain that uh, it's almost all IPAs and you know Peels or Budweiser. But every once in a while, they sneak in something like this because Great South Bay is a local brewery. And, and that I guess that yeah. to, to add on to that, if Stop and Shop is supporting local breweries, they definitely deserve credit, no matter how big or small they are. Absolutely. So Great South Bay is pretty close to where this uh, supermarket is. So. Yeah, now you told me a little bit about the the brewery. You spent a lot of time at that brewery, haven't you? I I, I hadn't been there in quite some time, and then over the summer I went um, uh, I went back uh, once they were able to reopen. They were very responsible with the social distancing. Uh, they are in Bayshore, and then they share on the same property as Ghost Brewing. Oh yeah, I've heard there's, of them. There's some relation between the two brewmasters there. I, I forgot what the the person behind the counter told me, but that's around the back. So it's, it's basically like an industrial type office park. And it's, you know, it's a fairly nondescript, you know, flat roof uh, steel building. And then ghost is around the back. So you can go there. There's usually a food truck hit, uh, hit great South Bay, which is in the front and then walk around the back and you'll be a ghost. And they have some really good stuff. You know, that's awesome. So I, I want to talk about this Hazy Boy, though, because we yeah, got two okay. delicious ones. Because so um, so I have so Five Bros Brewing Company didn't really have anything like this that was sort of part of their regular lineup until relatively recently when the, the gridlock came out because um, they've been experimenting with a lot of their hazy IPAs that are really full bodied. Um, and they throw in a lot of wheat and oak into this one or oats, excuse me, into this one. And the two hops that they're really highlighting for all our hop nerds out there are the Amarillo and the Citra. And the fun thing about Five Burrows is that they actually are telling us where these hops are coming from. Oh. So we, we know that the Citra that they get is from Indiana and that the Amarillo is from Washington State, which tracks. Excuse me, Idaho, not Indiana. Idaho. Idaho. I don't want to piss off everybody in uh, Indiana or in Idaho. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Yes, but, most um, of the hops are grown in Washington and Idaho, yeah. Yes, exactly. And so that's where their two are. It's um, the TV Hops does their Citra and Virgil uh, Gamash, I want to say. I'm hoping I'm saying that's right. Farms. Um, and what's fun about these guys is that, like, if you're thinking Citra and Amarillo, Citra usually for me does all that, like, Kiwi tropical stuff. And Amarillo gets us that orange juice. So instead of it being this wildly, like, super tropical or super orangey thing, it's kind of a nice mix of them, which makes it really approachable. Um with its delightful 6%. Uh, and so I'm, I'm feeling good about this one. I'm glad that this is part of their regular lineup because they've had some really fun, really tropical, really creative IPAs that were really just one-off things. So it's nice that they've got something big and bold like this um, in their lineup. So I'm excited for them. I'm excited to be drinking it. Cheers, Five Bros. Yeah, I'm, I'm, lear I'm learning a lot from you. I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I don't think I know that brewery very well at all, but I know yeah. you're... you're you talk about them a lot. So yeah, I mean, I'm in, a, uh, Sunset Park. Yep. Sunset Park area. Uh, and I've, I've, I've sort of been friendly with them since they sort of opened up, uh, which uh, for other parts of my beer venging life. Uh, so I love supporting them and I love when they like make things that hit and do a really good job. So. Excellent. Well, I know I, I said the, uh, that Finback is, does a great job with this fruit. I mean, mm -hmm. they really do. I'm getting, it's oh, just yeah. such a delicious mango beer. And then I'm actually getting, the taste of orange peel on my lips. Ooh. You know, like when you, you, when you, when you, when you get an orange slice and you like, uh, 
uh, or an orange wedge and you shove it in your mouth and you, you t- and you get that little after p- uh, peel taste on your lips. Oh, sure. Yeah. Is that just me? Mm. No, I, 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 I'm right there with you, Hawk. I'm right there with you. Oh, you make that orange monster face, you know, with the, with the orange wedge ah. in your mouth. Yeah. It's a definitely given that vibe. I mean, yeah, they're living up to my hype when I said they, they do great with the fruit. They really do. This is excellent. Now, where did, how did this one come into your life, Huck? Because I know you I, occasionally will go and visit our friends at these breweries. I actually went to uh, Good Beer, uh, okay. the, the beer shop in the East Village, and I was getting, uh, I was going there to get uh, uh, Schilling, uh, Pilsners, and mm-hmm. Lagers. And I said, well, let me grab a can of this. So I got one can of this and another can of another IPA. So, nice. you know, I don't want to have a whole four pack because I'm not drinking as many IPAs these days these days, but I do definitely want to try them because I, I, I mean, I still enjoy them. It's just my, my oh, yeah. gut doesn't enjoy them as much. Yeah. Well, that's how that works. Um, and now I'm old, I'm old fellas. <laughs> well, captain. Yeah. We, we, we gotta know more about the, how's, how this, is it delicious? Is it spicy? Oh, I mean, it's fantastic. It's a really yeah. reliable one. That's what I meant about this. Like every time that I see this one, uh, it it's I'm just so happy to see it. Uh, I think we were talking about the different seasonal beers mm-hmm. showing up at weird times. Like we talked on the pumpkin episode about how even though the pumpkin season was still still seemed to be cresting, mm-hmm. you couldn't find it anywhere. Right. I'm not seeing that happening with the Christmas beers. I, although mm-hmm. I did. When was it? We we were we all met in Astoria Park. Was that in? It was a uh, like Columbus Day weekend, right? It was somewhere. I'm sorry, in- Indigenous Peoples Day weekend. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm of the official. Net, we're, we're officially calling that on this show. Yes, uh, I don't care if the federal government doesn't want to change it. I'm changing it. Here it's the Indigenous Peoples uh, Day. But uh, it was around. It was around that time. Yep, yeah. Yeah. So. so that would October, right? Mm-hmm. So they were releasing Christmas beers in October. Yes. Um, and I got it several times at that. I think I got six pack twice there, and then I think they ran out, and they got some more of it. Uh, and when I was in Astoria Beer and Cheese, Ditmar's at 3511 uh, Ditmar's Boulevard, our sponsor, <laughs> uh, when I was there again, I saw, oh, they have some more. So I grabbed some more of it. And when I saw this was in, uh, since this show is, I mean, it, by the time anyone's listened to it, it's after Christmas, but it's still part of the season. For us, it's two days away. I thought it would be the perfect time to have one of my very favorite Christmas stouts. Yeah. Um. And uh, and I I want to get to 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 Frank's story in a second. Before we do, I do want to go back a little bit to Great South Bay because I remember mm-hmm. the time, the fact that you chose this one, even though I've never been to the brewery as you as you have. Uh, I remember there was a time when the three of us all went to some special tasting night that was themed for uh, for Great South Bay. Yeah, it was a place called Clinton Hall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Down uh, in Lower Manhattan. I think as we were just we were doing I. Do places still do tap takeovers? Because I feel like when we first started going to craft bars, they were happening all the time. And and we went to the, I mean, we got first got in the habit of, because every time Pony had a special night, we'd yep. go for the Pony night. And then I started seeing, oh, Barcade in Brooklyn has a special one for founders and they're going to have a rare uh, KBS there. So we have to go to that. So we just kept going to all these different ones. And we went to one for Great South Bay Mm-hmm. And at that point, they had some kind of like imperial cupcake porter. Yes. Oh, I yeah. remember that. You ever have that one, uh, Frank? Mm-hmm. I have. That was yeah. one of my favorite ones of all time. So good. It's very, that was uh, exceptional. And I, and I think it was raining that night, but we stayed there for quite a while and came home with some lovely swag that 
all of mine is sadly broken now. So I guess yeah. I have to, I guess I finally, one of these days I'm going to have to take you up, up on that Frank and go visit that brewery. So sure, was it called them, more it's called Imperial cupcake, right? Is that it? That's, I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Yeah, Imperial yeah. Imperial, but it was Imperial cupcake Porter. Yep. There's um, a big one out. Uh, yep. Beer wonder was uh, the winner of a, of a raffle that night. I, I was, I received, I believe glassware, if I remember correctly. Yes. And you gave me one of them. Exactly. Oh, and nice. mine has also broken captain. So <sighs> I know it's what, it's what happens. That's, it's what happens. That's what, that's what, that, that's what happens with bar glassware. If you use it and why wouldn't you use it? Exactly. There's no, no reason not to save that stuff away, which is why I'm always glad that Huck always shows off his fabulous glassware whenever we're together for our important meetings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I think it that, uh, it's time. It's come time for another uh, in one of our shows where we have oh. to, uh, you know, we just met Craft Beer Frank, aka the Inspector. But one thing we don't know about him is his origin story. That's right. We don't know his origin story. We 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 know he has this this beer from uh, Great South Bay. But but uh, Frank, uh, when did you do you remember your first encounter with beer? Yes, it was. I think it was Peels. Oh, nice. Peels? Yeah. Peels. <laughs> oh, this must be a this must be another East Coast thing because P I E L S. That's a beer. Peels. Yes, Peels. Okay. It's, it's a good drinking beer. That was the motto. Peels. Yeah. It's a good drinking beer. If you had it, you probably wouldn't think so. Um, well, it's the same thing like Milwaukee's in a stubby bottle, right? Well, they had the, had so the, it was like, like you know, yeah, it, it was like Rheingold or Schlitz. Or Miller or any of that type of stuff. I'm pretty sure that my father had purchased it, and he wasn't a big drinker. He didn't drink at all, really. But he kept liquor in the house, you know, in case people came over, somebody would want a scotch or whatever. He didn't drink it himself. It must have been for Christmas or something, and there were going to be guests, and he bought a six pack of it. And I was maybe, I don't know if I was the drinking age yet, but I snuck one out <laughs> and had it, you know. Um, so I grew up. My dad, had a, my, my dad had a similar relationship with beer, except he would get it if family who drank was coming over and he would always get more than he needed so he could have it in the house a little <laughs> bit longer. So like when he'd mow the lawn, he'd, he'd go have a Michelob. <laughs> and then with that stuff, it sits around, it turns to kerosene. If you leave it, you know, all that, the, the, you know, the, the yeah. old, old English type beer or whatever. But that, that was pretty much it. I mean, I grew up in an undisclosed county north of Manhattan. Uh, oh. north of uh, the borough that's north of Manhattan. And um, upstate, upstate of cut, upstate Manhattan. Upstate of upstate, you know. Although, people out here tell me I'm from upstate, even though I grew up yes. near the Bronx, you know, upstate, where all the cows are at. So, um, <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. I said, how? why, why would you no think this is up there? One of my cousins... Uh, who is about ten years older than me? Who actually lives now in the in this a, a cup right near Finback, like within walking distance. When I was maybe fifteen or sixteen, he brought me to a New Year's party that his friends were running, unbeknownst to my parents, and they got me completely loaded. So that was a, a, a pretty sick at the end of that night. I was maybe fifteen, sixteen years old, and that was my first real exposure to beer and not wanting to drink any for a while. But then, you know, over the years, going to different parties uh, uh, and, and drinking the, you know, Budweiser's and that type of stuff. But then, of course, I met the captain who started turning me on to the good stuff. 
So you were, you were you were pretty much a macro guy completely until we started hanging out at the pony. Well, not completely, but okay. You you you, 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 you you could tell a good beer from a shitty beer at some point or another. One of you folks or one of your guests said that their father thought Sam Adams was like great beer. Who said that? One of you guys remember hearing this on one of the podcasts. That's like that was was you. One of the episodes I listened to, I heard you say that that's what I was like to me. Like, okay, I was drinking Budweiser all those years. Now I think Sam Adams lager is the greatest thing in the world. And now, and honestly, in the nineties, yeah. as far as American beer goes, Sam yeah. Adams was one of the best. I, absolutely. But you turned Still me good. on to a lot Still of good. this stuff, you know, captain, like bringing me to uh, different places that had it and getting me interested in it, you know? And I don't, I don't drink things that I don't like. So if I, if I didn't dig it, I wouldn't, wouldn't have had it, you know, wouldn't have started. So you think you're you're pretty much strictly on the stouts or do you ever do like a lager or a Pilsner or. I, I drink Pilsners. I drink, you know, I'll buy, I don't think I'm a beer snob. Uh, I'll drink Budweiser occasionally. I had a Foster's last week, one of those big oil cans, you know, yeah. Uh-huh. probably because I was watching the jet game and you take two steps of that and you'll immediately forget what you're looking at. So, um, uh, which, which hopefully people will get that joke. Um, you know, but for the most part, IPAs, stouts, I mean, you and I are both big stout guys. I love stuff like evil twins. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Excellent. All of the evil twin stuff, man. I, they're just they're the best. When I go there, yeah, I think you, really I think, I, I think you've been to their brewery more than I have, three or four times. You know, yeah, okay, I've been um, at least twice. We're we talking about in Bushwick. I just, yeah, or, uh, I just uh, Ridgewood rather, uh, Ridgewood. Ridgewood. Yes, it's in Queens. I just think they're the best. You know, for that stuff, for a lot of stuff. But yeah, I like the I like the darker stuff. I like um, uh, when I was in Pennsylvania, uh, you know, visiting. Uh, uh, Bond Place Brewery in Bethlehem. That uh, all right, the one from uh, the, the Sam runs. Sam, yes, Sam uh, Masato. Sam, Sam Masato who used to be a bartender at the Pony Bar where yep. we first started drinking all these. Yeah, beers yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sam, Sam and his wife uh, Gina own a Bond Place Brewing in Bethlehem, and Weyerbacher is out there also. So they're they have that uh, the Merry Monk, I believe, stout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of really good. So that's that's really the type yeah, yeah. of stuff I, I favor. So, so what's what's the name of Sam's Brewery again? Because I want to make sure I give him uh, credit on the on uh, blog. Bond Place Brewing. B O N just B O B A B O N N B O Bond Place Brewing. Okay. Yes, I believe and it so is. How, how are, how are, I believe ahead. it is the name of the street that they when they were here in in the New York metropolitan area. I believe uh-huh. they lived on Bond Place in Hoboken. That's where they got the name from. I think. Um, yeah, I think Sam gave at least one of us our uh, 100 beer pony shirts. Ah, I, I still, I'm, st- I'm I may, still I may have photo yet. evidence of that. Uh, perhaps that will have to show up on the Beer Avengers blog at some point. Oh, I didn't and know I think about Bond Place. That's cool. I think they're bondplacebrewing.com or bondplace.com. Yeah, I got their okay. Instagram going here. So have you have you been in touch with them lately? How are they doing through all this? Uh, they're they're so they're the best. I mean, if you follow them on Facebook, they do everything is is socially responsible, socially distant. They're really, uh, I believe they had reopened in a limited extent. I think recently they may have just come back to curbside, but through it all, they've been mm-hmm. hanging in and and you know, oh good, doing the right thing, and they're still in business, which is great. Um, I I've so been down there a couple of times, and I can't wait to go back. 
Yeah, we talked a lot. I mean, in general, we did. We talked a lot last week about the the struggle of the small business people. Curious how uh, you know how Pennsylvania, if they're as good as New York is, as far as uh, really letting the letting the uh, the the small breweries have creative solutions to get their this, stuff out there. This package that they're supposed to pass. Uh, one of the things I heard on a newscast was that there are tax breaks for small brewers. You know what? I got an email from Mother Pucker about that this morning. I, yeah. I did as well. Yeah, it's and it's interesting because it it's, it seems to be linked up with a lot of the stuff that's happening in the restaurant industry because we there had been a lot of great you know breweries were selling a lot because everyone needed to drink during this time but that has waned and so it's good that they're getting the support that they need. Um, hopefully, assuming this thing gets through, we'll find. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, you'll know what the result of that was. But we're still waiting in a little bit of suspense. Yeah, you know what's crazy when it, when I recorded the cold open for last week's show. I almost said, oh, the bill's finally getting passed, so that some of this stuff is dated, and now here we are three days later, and it's still not passed. We're really hoping that when you're listening to this four days or more later, that uh, that the, the whole, uh, you know, Donald, the piece of shit's last big tantrum uh, hasn't, hasn't completely <laughs> torpedoed that, that. I don't even want to oh, say I, his name anymore, because in about, I, think, uh, uh, I, never, I never liked him, but in about 25 days, uh, 27 days, we... He, it's going to become increasingly irrelevant. We can we don't have to work on avoiding saying that name. I think uh, 25, 27 days, that's when we'll get the stimulus passed. Well, I mean, even if this one gets passed, I think there's going to be even more after that. But yeah. but uh, I hope so. I mean, because one of the things that we absolutely need is, you know, our, our we want our breweries to stick around and we want our our local bars to stick around and they all need a lot of help right now. So yeah, we absolutely do to echo the captain from last week. So, so uh, Frank, when you started uh, going to the pony bar and other places like that, was there like any, I think any that's where beer? you first took me. Yeah. Or battery beer garden. Oh, oh yeah. Vic- Victory beer yeah. Gardens. They're a wonderful spot. That's uh, that was a regular spot for me for a while. I think around the time that I was working with uh, both of you guys at an undisclosed location. Yes, uh, but it's uh, but I, I remember though, like anytime you take someone new to the Pony Bar, we talked about this a couple of times about how when you go when you go there, it, like people say, "What? What is this?" And and I think the first first two or three times you were just like, uh, "Yeah, I'll have what you're having." Because uh, you like the same kind of beers I had, but, but but when 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 did you feel comfortable enough to really look at that menu and order your own? And do you remember like some of the beers that you first like really uh, were drawn to? Oh God, I'd have to get out my pony passport or, or what's the, the app <laughs> untapped. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I, should, I, I put you on the spot, didn't I? I mean, you're, no, you're no, that's fine. I, I don't. I when I go there, and I think after about six months or so, I was going there by myself and trying stuff. Um, uh, they have, uh, I, I don't just drink the, the stout stuff. I'll, I try, you know, what they have that just not sours usually. Um, if any triples they have, or, uh, if, if IPAs that appeal to me like a new England IPA. So I would try a wide variety of stuff. Also, when you're in there, you're trying to drink beers that will get you the, the, uh, apparel. So they all have That's to right. be different. That's yeah, right. It can't be repeated. Yeah. So I would look, I, you know, when you taught me to do this, Captain, going through one tap to find out what beers you had yeah. so that I wouldn't order the same thing twice, you know. I was pretty diligent about doing that. So, yeah, it's a great place if you're trying to win those prizes for going for variety because you're going to try to mix it up. You know? Yeah. Although sometimes you, you, 
you, you have to see the forest through the trees there because it's not the it's not necessarily the destination. It's still the journey. And if you look on Untapped and you see that you've had it before and you gave it a really high rating because you loved that fucking oh, I'll beer, still, I'll still have it again, man. Yeah, you, you're yeah. gonna. Oh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna fuck adding to my numbers. I'm getting that beer again. But there's there's always I'll always have at least one beer that adds to the numbers. That's I think that's a really great philosophical way to do it. I remember sometime when I was talking to one of our favorite uh, beer beer tenders bartenders there, uh, Susanna. I remember her saying that she would have people like in the early days of the pony, people were really obsessed with just wrecking that and getting the shit right away. And she, and she, she, there would definitely be people who would drink beers. They hated just so they could add to their list. Yeah. Don't you, you have like the, I think I'm, I still only have like 65. You need like a hundred to get the first. You need a hundred to get a shirt. Keep working it, Frank. You'll get there. Yeah, so doesn't have a shirt either. Yeah, Frank. I'm I mean, still right, now, right now, no one's adding to the numbers yeah. because they're on pause. But don't you have like the highest level thing? Didn't you? No, no. They, I mean, I had the highest level at the time it, I got it, but then they added yeah. another level. And because now we go to so many different bars, it's, uh, oh, see now we had it. We had an episode where I got out my list. I got it. I was on my, well, it was way back at episode two. I, I figured out exactly how many I'd had there. Uh, that was my origin story. Um, and I, and I, it's, it's, I think it's over 600. Okay. Point. Uh, you need to get to a thousand you need to get to a thousand and there's a there's a real tangible gift for having the thousand is that you every time you go there you get a bigger glass than everyone else that is a good one see that's they have have a special glass you certainly earned it (laughs) you definitely will have earned it if a thousand but yeah, we, we were talking about this last week about how, how you know, the small businesses are struggling because even though it's even though some of these places have outdoor dining, they can't really do that that much right now. And some of our favorite bars, including the Pony, uh, they're, you know, not closing for good, but they are on pause. Yeah, the place that I work, the Arts and Crafts Beer Parlor, they have shut down till at least March. Okay, so let's yeah. think of that as a pause as well. I, I just like I have to think, anyone who hasn't announced they're done for good. It's, oh no, they're going to open again. They'll open again because yeah. they are the, the Columbia University bar, so they're going to be open again. Excellent. But uh, you know, Torch and Crown Brewing opened had a a big unveiling of their tap room in uh, yeah. in August. You know, and and they had a good maybe month, two months where they were getting people to come and sit outdoors, but. Yeah, they're not closing, but they well, fortunately for back. them, they had been at that point they'd been brewing and selling their beer for years, maybe, or was it at least one year? Yeah, I think a year. Yeah, a year, a year or two. They had been brewing and selling their beer, so at least they have that firmly in place where they were getting most of their income before. Where are they? So are they in the? Are they down in the battery? Where are they located? They, well, not so far hard. from it. Uh, yeah, Tri- yeah, Tribeca area. Yeah, they are the. Yeah, the, the, it's uh, currently the only, I believe, brewery in on the Isle of Manhattan. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's you a new said one that downtown. Before, but but it, yeah, there's it's it, there's some technicalities there. Yes, well, there's uh, always technicalities in Manhattan. I mean, because some there there are a couple of brew pubs, uh, and yeah, like for, and and there's some that that were brewing there, but moved some. So it's they may not they may be the they may claim that. I don't yeah. know that they necessarily. Well, there is another brewery called the That Which Ails You in Chinatown. They also oh, right. just yeah. opened this this summer. Yeah, that's I remember right. That. I remember that. Yep. And they're not in cans, you know, so they have to rely on uh, the business happening at yeah. at the place. 
Uh, and that's the other, that's another issue is that, you know, nobody's putting beers in kegs, not nobody, but there's very, uh, a lot less kegs being sent out because all the bars are closed. Right. Yeah. So it's a lot more, you need a lot more canning in which case we're doing, we're starting to get some aluminum shortages around the country now. Yep. Oh, we're I hadn't heard about canning, that. Yeah. Yep. I saw that the other day, but speaking of where you're, I, I, I just wanted to mention, uh, Huck, you've got this shirt on mm. that is just spectacular. Well, uh, Cider Girl and I went up to Harlem Hops and uh, really great place, great people, and uh, also all black-owned business. So uh, uh, we wanted to support them. And these shirts actually were uh, uh, for charity, too. They went towards this, uh, this, uh, these different schools up in, uh, up in Harlem. So, uh, yeah, we had a really good time going up there. And it's a great place to get the rare cans and rare bottles that you can't necessarily get they go out and find that they go out to district 96 or other half oh, nice. or hudson valley or uh even suarez or treehouse i've seen treehouse cans there and uh they they get them and you know they're they're not exa- exactly cheap when you buy them per can but it's like well you can't get it anywhere else you know right exactly yeah so, uh, it is a very cool spot and i hope that uh in the spring when they open up we can all go up there and uh, they got a nice backyard and uh yeah it's a good spot i hope they uh they can survive. oh very cool yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 so I, I think it's gonna. It's about to become a too too poor show for me. Oh right my now. goodness! Very exciting. I, I'm ready for poor number two. I, okay. Uh, so I'm leaning in that direction myself. Well, where, are, where are we on time? Are we good on time? We're, we're we, only like yeah. We, we're 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 very we, good on time. Huh, uh, we've hardly gotten to our weekend beer, so you know. Oh my plenty Yes, of yes. I mean, I, I well, I should ask. I feel like I hope we're not dominating the conversation too much. Frank, was there any more to your beer story? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm enjoying listening. Well, well, but chime in wherever you want to as well. Uh, I didn't bring you on here to listen. I you gotta talk Dance, monkey. <laughs> Dance, monkey. That's Turn right. your beer. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I feel lame that I don't have a second beer. I should have gotten some. No, no, it's okay. That's, a, that's okay, Frank. I rarely do a second beer, but you know. Yeah, that's right. I don't think you've ever done one. So, uh, yes, so that is that rare, like 0% so far. Exactly. Still have some of this that mango that, looks, All right, that well, looks really good, man. All right. Well, Captain, what do you have? Let's, so let's a few episodes. I've, I've been. Ta- I feel like I, it's it's crazy that, but I think I I have a. I'm not going to call them my new favorite brewery, but I'm going to call them my favorite new brewery, uh, okay. in the sense that they are new to me, relatively okay. speaking. Makes sense. And I'm talking about Hardywood. Yeah. Oh. A uh, cup. I've been. I've mentioned once. I've gotten a couple weeks ago. I brought out the gingerbread stout for my second pour. I guess they're in the New York area because. I first saw them at uh, Triborough Beverage, um, and then I found one at uh, Astoria Beer and Cheese Broadway, and yesterday I went to our sponsor, Astoria Beer and Cheese Dipmars at 3511 Dipmars, uh, and, I, uh, and they had some as well. So I can't really decide which one I'm going to have, so I'm going to let you guys vote on this. Oh, great. I, already, I have actually personally already tasted one of these, but I'm not going to tell you which one, so, so I don't want to bias. Oh, that's I'm voting for that one. This is so drama first already one on the beer cast. is the Christmas pancakes. Yeah, that's the one that already caught my would. eye. Yeah, yeah Christmas that, pancakes. Is, that can art is glorious already. So. Uh, yeah, and you can't even see great. the. I mean, it's so shiny you can't even see the little gingerbread man serving the pancakes, or you kind of can there. I guess a little bit. Just hold it closer, uh, yeah, because he he seems to be their mascot. And so this is an imperial milk stout with spices, honey, and maple syrup. Oh, uh, nine point two. Oh man, that sounds now, you're killing me. Wait though, the next one is Hardywood Christmas Morning. Ooh, 
Yeah, what's that about? So to continue with the theme, so Christmas morning uh, is uh, it's also a nine point two, and it's uh, it's from the Virginia Roots series. And uh, oh, wait a minute, I know. It's, oh, here we go. This is a longer description because I can't find the short one, so I'm just going to read it. It's all good. Uh, Hardywood Christmas morning lends a cheerful decadence to our gingerbread stout through deep conditioning on locally roasted Mexican chiap. Chiapas coffee beans. Hello. Skip the leftover cookies and milk and awaken your senses with this delightful holiday tradition. Well, that's that's that one's got my vote already. When I haven't even heard of the Okay, one. you're voting yeah. on that one. What about you, uh, Beer Oh, Water? there's only two? I thought there were three. No, the, well, I, I, I've had, I tried the gingerbread stout on the show. I've had that on the show before. So it's one of these two. I like oh, that. Right. I'll go with Christmas morning, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to go with gingerbread man. So it looks right. like Christmas morning. Well, I mean, there's a gingerbread man in all of them, but uh, but yeah, but yes. All right, I, I actually thank you for choosing that one because that's the one that I haven't tried yet. Ooh. So yeah, it's like it's it's funny because like the Christmas pancakes. The, I, the other funny thing about that's the logo is like it's like you know how when people like make letter shaped pancakes, mm-hmm. that's what the logo there looks like. Oh, melting. Christmas morning is a little bit more of a, like a Victorian font there. Which uh, lots of uh, yeah, with like there's a sled and presents and. A couple of gingerbread men and a Santa hat. Ooh, listen to that. Ooh, um, that crack was beautiful. I right, can't be ready. Wait. Be ready with your camera here. Be I'm wondering. ready. I can't wait. Oh my god. Okay, so it is like. It, oh is, man. Here's the thing. It's pouring thinner than I would expect. I'll be completely honest. But it does look like the coloration is right. The 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 whole like dark foam situation is just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I ask at that caramely head there. Yeah. There we go. That's that's exactly what that's now, exactly what we're looking for. Now I do believe Hardywood just dropped in New York New York for the first time this year. It's so recent that they're not even yeah, listed. Gonna... Like if you go to their website, that's not listed on the distribution area. Now okay. remind me, Huck, where, where are they located? They're in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, cool. yeah, I don't know the name of the exact uh, city, but yes, it's in Virginia. Maybe it's Hardywood, Virginia. I don't know. I oh, mean, it's, uh, it's in Richmond. Richmond. Oh, well. On the label here, uh, yeah, yeah. This is one I um, I told the story about this one once before. I uh, I, I got in that Tavra box I got earlier, yes. uh, like late, but right shortly after we started recording this one, I got a special aged one from them, like aged in brandy barrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a couple of weeks later, I found out that my best friend from high school lives near there. Oh, and the very same day, I started seeing it in stores here. Perfect. Yeah. Well, here's something. Uh, here's something interesting. Uh, I just came across this article. Uh, Hardywood, I believe they they officially dropped this year, but they had uh, a beer three years ago uh, that was being sold in the lobby of the Majestic Theater for the Phantom of the Opera. That sounds right. Well, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's like some individual wow. beer. Uh, it was a broad. It was like a Broadway themed beer, and it was an homage to the the Rise Up, the Hamilton beer. Wait a minute. So is that is that that's one of the curtain up guys, or that's one of the happy hour guys? Uh, yeah, Broadway. It's part of their series. So they made this happen. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I needed to correct something I said once before. Uh, when when we first started talking about the Broadway series, I thought the Rise Up Rye was the only one they did. Oh, uh, Frank, uh, I've, I did, did you hear us talk at all about the curtain up beer? I did. Yes. So yeah. So is, you know that they are they're made by the right? It's the, the recipe is from Gun Hill, but it's going to yeah. be from breweries everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, um, 
if, if you could, uh, Huck, I know you're really good at doing our research uh, in the middle of the show. Uh, if you could find out where the numbers, st- I think if you go to curtainupbeer.com, yeah. they'll have the current tally. Yeah. Uh, you can go to the, their Instagram as well. Yeah, they yeah. make their recipe available to any brewery that wants to make it. All they have to do, I mean, they can use whatever version of the recipe they want. They they have to, and they have to use the same label, and they have to give the proceeds to local arts organizations. Uh, so I I think the last I heard, there were about, maybe about sixty different breweries that have signed on to this. And actually, I do want to mention that uh, as of recording, our buddies at Big Alice Brewing Company, I believe their can release is today. Is that right? Yes. Pat? Yes. I, I, I saw pictures of them on the internet. I, uh, I almost got in a city bike and went over there, but hopefully uh, if I go next week. Yeah, I saw that they were available at Bread and Honey, which is my other local on 59th Street. Uh, and uh, they, big ups to uh, at Mr. Ruthless, who, uh, you know, is an yes, awesome. Thank you, Mr. Ruthless. He's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, because when we were first talking about it and I was telling the history of it, I got it a little bit wrong. In addition to getting the name of the beer wrong, <laughs> um, anything that happened to the second half of the show, it's like, it's anybody's <laughs> guess how accurate any of this information is going to be. That's how it uh, be. but so, uh, so the, they had a whole Broadway series. Um, the Broadway guys or the happy hour guys, they are Broadway guys, but their name is the happy hour guys. Um, and they started it, and I, Rise Up Rye was probably the first one, but they had actually released five different ones from five different breweries. Oh, wow. And in those cases, one of them was the Hardywood Phantom of the Opera one you were talking about. Uh, but then there were several others. One was School of Rock. Uh, I don't remember. But anyway, they, so they had they had done five of them, uh, and the notion was that they were they were wanted to do uh, a six-pack of them. And uh, and the other five were all one brewery and they were all for charity. But as they were readying their plan for the six one, the pandemic happened. So Curtain Up became the six one and became a much bigger project. So rather than that's why Curtain Up, rather than being a one show themed beer from one brewery, it became a multi brewery, larger scale deal. But Curtain Up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Is it what I what? I'm familiar with the concept of it. What kind of beer is it? Is it an IPA or a- it's a hazy IPA? A hazy IPA. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, in fact, I tried the Gun Hill one uh, last weekend. Liked it very much. It's 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 certainly it's even if though it's not in my wheelhouse, it's a very well made beer. Um, it's uh, and it's it's it definitely has a high hop profile. Uh, it's not like generally speaking, when I go for an IPA, I'll usually go for maybe a double IPA. Uh, this is very much it's. Uh, I mean, it's got a high ABV, but but the profile, the flavor profile of Gun Hill's version is very much uh, sort of uh, yeah, um, uh, is is uh, it's a standard IPA, and it, but it's really really good, very very clean, very nice taste. I uh, might have taken a picture. Of, well, I was, on last week's show, I took a picture of the can. Uh, I just we're saving. I might even f- do like a one off at some point, but I, I do want to. I'm trying to save uh, using it for the show and we can all have a different one from a different brewery. Yeah, that will be a fun day for sure. And I, in fact, I just found out today that one of the, one of the happy hour guys even lives in my neighborhood. Oh, even better. That yeah. undisclosed location. I mean, it doesn't really matter what neighborhood cause we're still doing it from multiple locations, but it was just interesting to know. Yeah. Well, um, for, for my week in beer, I have uh, a, a fun announcement. So I mentioned a few weeks back about our friends at the New York City Brewers Guild doing sort of a collection of breweries around New York right. City. 
And um, my box, I, I decided to jump in on this action because I thought it would be a fun sort of way to support our local brewing scene. And oh my goodness, the box was pretty magical. Oh, yeah. um, in addition to the fact that they have now managed to create molded um, like paste, you know, that, that like kind of crinkly stuff that, that, that you, you can find in packing material for boxes. Oh, they've now, they've now made the it for the wine comes in. The ones to the wine bottles come exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. They've now done it for, yeah, it's, for, it's almost like egg cartons, right? Exactly. Yep. They, yeah. they've, they've got an excellent setup for beer, um, which I know Tavor also uses elements of, um, but yes. this one, they've done a really good job setting up in the box. And I had a delightful delivery of beer show up uh, at my doorstep from 24 different breweries in the New York City area. So I'm excited to uh, support them. So if you are looking for a last minute or post holiday gift for folks, honestly, can't recommend it highly enough. It's a just a tremendous selection of different cool, interesting, strange beers. Some favorites that I know, some that I'd never heard of from even some breweries that I did not know existed in New York City. So I'm excited to share some of those with you um, in the coming you? Oh Excellent. wow! Do you want to do you want to give us a little preview of what some of those beers might wind up being? Oh my goodness! Well, so uh, I'm very excited. Uh, one that we don't talk about much here, but an old standby from uh, New York City, which is a uh, uh, six point brewing company, which we just have we just haven't really brought up much. Uh, but I have a really fun barrel aged rye that seemed to be a oh, uh, wow. pr- production of theirs, a short run of theirs that I guess they were just trying to get rid of. I looked at the can and I got really excited. Um, there are a number of sours in there, including some from our friends at KCBC, which I'm excited to feature. Um, and then a brewery that, Huck, are you familiar with Ebbs Brewing? Uh, I'm not, I haven't had any of them, but I'm aware of them, yeah. Well, I've got a fun one coming from them. Have you heard well. of them, Frank? No. Me, yeah, I mean, neither, Ebb. so that's... Like, Ebb, e, like, it, like it was E B B apostrophe S. Yeah. Ebb. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And the uh, like, I didn't realize they were a New York brewery. Yeah, no, they're in New York City. So um, excellent. I've got a, a really I believe it was a pills, um, but I looked and also exceptional can design, like A plus. Very excited. Can't wait to share these with you guys in weeks coming up. Well, I, I missed that whole, like, uh, where, where, where this whole box. I can't wait to listen to the podcast to find out all about it. Exactly. Uh, why, gotta, why did you miss it, Huck? Why did you miss it? Because you were going I was to... getting a beer. Hey, there you beer. Hey, second the best beer. reason ever to miss something on the podcast. Okay, so this is called the Palantine Pills. It's from Suarez Family Brewing. Oh, this please. is another one from that box you got last week. It's just from from my, Christmas, my Christmas present that I got from, uh, what is he? Oh, cover the thing, yeah. Uh, so this is a really, uh, I think this is kind of considered the best Pilsner in New York, in New York state. Nice. Just, you know, obviously everybody's, got, the best one everybody's got opinions. The captain doesn't like to use the term best, but this is just sort of a, uh, I don't you think know, you can say it with authority. There's too many breweries in New York I'm state. I'm saying it's considered <laughs> by you. We got to next week. We're gonna we're gonna get into this discussion. We are, we are. Uh, but I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to fight with you, man. I'm just saying. No, we can is, fight. It's good. Is, for, it's good for ratings. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, Huck, Huck, and Huck and Captain Porter Brownstone are going into it. Tune in next week for more exciting adventures from the Beer Avengers. Anyway, yeah, I'm, so, I'm gonna pour it. Here we go. Uh, beautiful. All right. Uh, it's that straw color. It's that straw color I always want from a pilsner, though. Right. And it's clear too. It's like, it's almost not blocking your face. I feel bad taking pictures because I might reveal your secret identity. I kind of like it when at least one eye is showing. Yeah. Now, 
And Can we also yeah. talk about the head on this one. Yeah, and what's funny about a Pilsner in general is that like this could be this could be a Coors Light for all anyone knows. You know, they yeah. as far as appearance, you know, they all have that same uh, Pilsner have the same kind of look. Coors Light is. You're right about the clarity. Right? I mean, this is super clear. Yeah, it's really. like I can honestly see straight through it. It's they absolutely it's, yeah. But it's the flavor. It's got a great nose, a nice grassy, got that feeling mm-hmm. of hay, and the and the flavor is just fantastic. Oh. That looks beautiful. I, oh, I'm a little jealous. It's so right refreshing, now. and this is what I've really been enjoying lately: is is just crisp, delicious pilsners, and they make me happy. You know, uh, I, I like a stout. I like a I like an IPA. I like a sour. But these these pilsners, they just it's just yep. so refreshing, and it makes me happy. Yeah, I like it. Where 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 do you get that? Where did you get that? Uh, from Livingston, New York, and it's a, a bit upstate uh, across the river from Kingston. And so, okay. uh, it's, yeah, there you go. And they're really a hard brewer to get their beers because they don't really distribute. Uh, mm-hmm. you can, you can find them every once in a while. They will send some to the city, but since the pandemic is happening, they ship. And so my, uh, lovely wife got me a case of, of, uh, six different four packs of, uh, Suarez family for, uh, for uh, the holidays. So that's quite a great gift. I'm really enjoying it. A gift that's... that keeps on giving. I oh, mean, because yeah. you got so much beer in your house, it's got to exactly. keep on giving. Yeah, because I, 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 was, I was reluctant because it's like, oh, what am I going to do with the whole case? You know, it's just me drinking them. And she was like, let's go for it. <laughs> she was listening. She was listening. That's, well, that's never I... a problem for me. Exactly. <laughs> okay, good. There, there you go. <laughs> Could be several. Several cases. Well, I got you. For for me, it's it's not so much of a problem as I discovered that. Uh, well, you know, I I I order these special beers sometimes, uh, and I mean, I, I try to have all beers be have some degree of specialness, I guess. But uh, but I, I I order these these ones that are especially unique, and, and I if I get two of them, I'll definitely have one on my own but I will try to be saving them for one of our special beer vendors get togethers. Important. And since we haven't been able to have those, I've got a stockpile. Yeah. Uh, and I think I need to take like, I, I, I can't, I, I'm going to have to like, I'm still going to have to shop at a story beer and cheese because they're a wonderful place and they're a sponsor, but I might have to spend like a month or two where I'm just buying cheese there. And you know, they're wonderful. You know, they have beer soaps. Oh, I have, have a beer, beer soap. I do. Oh, you know beer. about this? I know. I was given a beer soap uh, for for Christmas last year as a gift. Speaking of Christmas, Happy Christmas! It's they're they're wonderful. What do you know? What kind of soaps they're selling over at Story? I don't, but but I know if anyone goes to uh, ABC Ditmars on Instagram, they have pictures of them. Uh, they're they're wonderful. I and and they, yeah. they they smell fantastic in the shower. Also highly recommended with a shower beer. Just FYI. But, uh, but yeah, they're, so yeah, so I, so I, I, ha, I, I'm always going there, but I may have to take a time where I'm just like, I'm just doing my last Tavor box for like two months mm. on here just so I can, I can get through some of that. Cause I can't order more of it until I it, like my, my, my specialty beer fridge is full. Yeah. I even have, I, I even still have one or two beers left over from, from the package that I got in April. Oh my <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm waiting for the right occasion. Uh, in fact, one, I made a promise a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I made a promise to Seattle that we would make it up to them, but I forgot to mention them 
when we talked about There's anarchist restrictions. Well, and I, 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 it's, it's going to be a really, la- it's especially after all the times you land, but I, I, you know, I, I have a Seattle beer. Oh, I'm not, it's not going to be a three beer show, but there might be a future show where I have a Seattle beer. That's the best I can do right now. I'm sorry, Seattle. Oh, Seattle beer. Seattle's making a great beer. They're making, they got yeah, really but great I only have, but it's funny. I only have one in my refrigerator from Seattle that I, is like, it's, it's, they offer them sometimes from Taver, but even there it's, mm-hmm. it's a, um, do you know about uh, Taver, uh, CBF? I do not. It's this place where you can just order crazy specialty beers that you can't buy here. Mm-hmm. It's, and what's it called? T-A-V-O-U-R. Tavor. is basically that like, yeah, they have, uh, this is an unpaid sponsor. Yeah, this is uh, a sponsor. But I've talked enough about a real sponsor. I'll still talk about this some more, but I've, ta- I've definitely given them plenty of wonderful airplay that they completely deserve. Uh, which I mean from my heart also because I'm grateful because they're a sponsor. Uh, but Tavor is, this is just strictly my own thing that I, I enjoy. And actually Beer Wonder is building a crate right now too, I think. Very what they do I- is every day they show you two beers and you and they show you with very de- detailed descriptions and what they what they cost. And you say, I want one of those beers. I want two of those beers. And they will put those beers in your virtual crate. Um, and after a month, everything, oh, and every time you buy one, that's charged to your credit card. And then after a month, uh, when your crate is whatever, however full your crate is, they will send you everything in that crate for $15. Meaning you've, you've paid for the beer, but they got a flat rate of $15. And if your crate isn't full enough, you can extend it a month and the deal still stands. Wow. So I've done that. I've done that like three times with these like beers that, that I can't get here. It's one of those, it's, it's a loophole because it's a delivery service. I found out recently that other states, breweries in other states are not allowed to ship to New York state. Yeah. That's a, that's but like a beer clubs, beer and wine clubs are. Uh-huh. So, so like I can't order from a brewery or a winery to send to my front door, but if I order from Tavor or, um, or some other service, or like any of the the various wine services of which I've ordered several from, I can get those. But you can't like so. If I have something, oh, one of these is like there's Hop and Frog Brewery is a really great brewery in Ohio. I can't order any beer from Hop and Frog, but if Tavor offers me a Hop and Frog, I can get it from them. What's the reason yeah. for that? I wonder. Because New York loves the middleman. They love the middleman. Well, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I, I guess, I guess, yeah, the middle, I, I, but I'm not wrong. It's one of those weird things. You're right. But I also think it, it's legitimate way of trying to, pre, it, it's still less, it's still less business they're taking away from the breweries. Right. I mean, Tavor has a limited, very curated selection as opposed to being unlimited stuff you can get from any brewery anywhere in the country. Right. So it is, it is protect, even though maybe the middleman shouldn't have his loophole. I'm glad it's there so I can get some of them. No, um, right. and I think, I, I, I mean, but, but, but Ohio does not protect the middleman because uh, there's a guest we're going to have on soon from Ohio who I gave him a, a code uh, and he realized that Ta- Tavor is not allowed to ship to Ohio. Yeah, there and there. There have been a lot of. I mean, New York State has been protective, but there's a lot of places where to receive alcohol at your front door is considered, I believe, a felony. Yeah, there's like five or six states that you just can't do it oh, at all. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know here yeah. you have to. An adult has to sign for it. 
Yeah, no, if, if but I think it like I, I believe it's like North Carolina is one of them where if, if if the issue is not so much the shipping of it, it's the receipt of it. And if you receive it, you're you could be charged with something horrible. Even if you're an adult who is perfectly it's legal. Yep. Wow. It's yep. all so about don't... prohibition, man. I mean, that's it's all the leftover laws. Yes, well it's just fucking those fucking Puritans that founded this country. Well they're <laughs> Well, hey, they did give us waffles. There yeah. you go. They gave us waffles. Yeah, but the Puritans, between the Puritans and the Victorians, I mean, we still have... Uh, we're, yeah, we're, we're still living in it. Still working our way through that. The reason you I... Look like gonna, uh, New York you look like you were going to say something, Frank. I'm sorry? I, you look like you were about to say something. I was just... I, I. It's probably a stupid question. I was going to ask you who delivers it. It's not the post office, right? UPS, or you have to show them a driver's uh, license or something? How do you get You're right? Through? It's not the post office. I, I I forget. It is either UPS or FedEx. Right. Okay. Every time I've got well, except for so if you order like if you eat, I I don't know if they order as far as you do, but like Gun Hill, for instance, or Single Cut, or, I'm definitely Single Cut. And a lot of these places, they're deliver. If you're delivering directly from a New York brewery, the brewery will bring it to you, or they hire their own service to do it. Uh, pretty much all out-of-state alcohol I've gotten has always come from either FedEx or UPS. But when they show up, they're asking you for some form of ID, correct? To yes. see that you're the... Well, sometimes your face is your ID, but uh, yes. but they just need someone who looks like they're over. Because sometimes, I mean, my, my, my situation is that like, like the last time I got something delivered, they actually rang my bell and I went down. But sometimes the buzzer doesn't work. Finally, I think here's been the problem for UPS and FedEx in, in, in New York City is that a lot of them may, I don't know about UPS. I think FedEx has finally stopped doing this, but they would not allow their employees to have cell phones. Huh. Oh, that's questionable. Well, I guess if you live in a place where you can sit home and wait on your front, front porch all day, it's fine. Sure. But if you yeah. live in New York City and you don't live in a doorman building like some fancy people I know. Uh, yeah. One time, um, I, one no, time what I'm ordered. saying is that like, so, 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 but basically in New York, you can get anything delivered. You can get food delivered. You can get furniture delivered. You can get stuff, you know, appliances delivered. And every one of those delivery people has your cell phone number and they will call you when they get to your house. Right. But That's UPS right. does not have that ability. Interesting. And maybe, maybe during the pandemic, they've changed that, but, uh, but yeah, I've had several times where like, because my, my buzzer wasn't working, I remember there's one point where I had to like chase a delivery guy down the street. <laughs> well, not, I, I didn't really have to chase him. Uh, it was more, I was more that like I chased before the van drove away because I'd been waiting all day for, it was a wine delivery actually, about a year ago. Uh, and I, uh, and, and I, I'd been waiting and waiting and suddenly I looked out the window and I saw, I saw the brown truck down the street. And I quickly put on my shoes and ran down the stairs and found the little piece of like uh, post-it note he left on the door. And I just ran after him and saying, here, give me my wine. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is a decidedly Gotham experience. And this was a year ago. So the re that's why I didn't include throwing a mask on as part of that story. Um, yeah. The reason I say New York loves the middleman is because everything has to go through a distributor. Yep. If it comes yep. from another state and even when if it comes from upstate, yep. uh, unless like you said, if like single cut used to do their own uh, delivering kegs to uh, to bars and they will do their, a lot of New York City breweries are now delivering 
on their own, torching and I guess it's good that they're, 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 they're making path. progress. If they've removed the middleman for in-state people, I guess that's progress. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, coming from another state, like like we live, like where I live, I can I can basically see New Jersey, you know, from my street. But I can't get Brick City. I can't get Magnify. I can't yeah. get these breweries over there because it's a state line. So it's always yeah. this red tape you have to go through. It's like, okay. So Frank, are there any uh, are there any beers you have your eyes on for the holidays? Well, right now this I have about ten cans. Yeah, get some more of that. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had I wish I had some Evil Twin. Mm. There's a place in the area where I can get some. I may go get some. Oh yeah, what's the name of that? Uh, what's the name of the place that I'm going to go get it at? Yeah. Uh, I it's a it's a, a beer distributor in the area. The name of which is escaping me. I know where it is, but okay. it's it's not like a you know like Joe's uh, beverage or. Suffolk beer distributors or whatever the heck it is. I don't know. Well, I know where it's you have that because, yeah. because I know that I know the more spread out we get, the harder it is to find uh, good beer. Exactly, so it's, uh, it's it's not easy. And I told you the other day that some of these places deliver right. Yeah, through these mm-hmm. seamless or whatever these apps are, and if if you go to their websites, you see all kinds of great beer on the website. You go to the app, and none of that stuff is delivered. You know. And and most likely it's because they figure well nobody's going to order a evil twin through delivery they're going to order a Corona or you know a, a case of Budweiser or whatever they get so that's that's kind of a drag you know but yeah, you, can, say, yeah. you can find you some can decent stuff you can get a ship What's to that? your house evil you twin will ship yeah 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 I saw one I saw the one the other day I think it's called Tap Room uh, or the one they used for the ad was the Six Point Black is beautiful I don't think that even exists anymore. I, th- I think I think th- they sold all of that, but that's what they do. Is like, oh, that's still available. I can find it now. It's it's nowhere to be found. Oh, you know, I saw there's a black is beautiful from Hermit Thrush. Oh, uh, where's Hermit Thrush? Hermit Thrush is in Brattleboro, Brattleboro Vermont, but they yeah, make right. they make all they only make sour beers. So it's a yeah. sour stout. Oh, beautiful. They have it at Bread and Honey. I might go get it. Yeah. yeah. The one the one delivery that I've gotten was through Whole Foods. Which I think okay. is is Amazon it's Prime delivery. They own Whole Foods. I they guess. are the same ownership, yeah. And it was something from uh, Omegon, and um, the person showed up. You know, you get the you see them on the phone where they're at. I went out and met them, and they asked for my driver's license. They scanned it, and that's the that was the whole thing. You know, and that's the the, the only time I've ever had anything delivered where I didn't physically you know go pick it up myself. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I see that Huck is uh, is clutching his uke, so I think we're we're nearing the end of this. Frank, thanks so much for yeah, thank for, you for having for me. Folks. Now, now I realize that you, 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 part of the reason you're this is this is your name. This is a name because you chose it as your Instagram name, right? Yeah. So yeah. So if anyone wants to look you up, uh, that's at Craft Beer Frank on Craft, Instagram. Craft Beer Frank. That's correct. <laughs> I'm going to make me realize we haven't really plugged our social media at all for this whole show. Yeah, I realized that. So, Captain, um, where where can you find us if you want to connect with the Beer Vengers? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're at, at the Beer Vengers. Uh, that's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. That's on Facebook. At the Beer Vengers, we'll get you there on all of those. Uh, if you if you really want to go the old school way to find our website, you can still go to Beer Vengers blog 
www.wordpress.com. But really the easiest way is just type in thebeervengers.com and you'll be there for the most comprehensive archive of all Beer Avengers information that exists outside of all of our brains. And, uh, and even it's probably even more comprehensive than that because our brains, the further we get away from stuff, that stuff that I wrote down as, as, as long as long ago as six years ago, which in uh, our current times is an, you know, Oh, that, that was way back in 2014. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's old. Um, but yeah, come, come look at all of that. And you can, you can find all, all of our episodes are streaming there and wherever you find your podcasts. As I always say, if you, there's a place where you want to get your podcast and you can't get our podcast, tell me, uh, email us, slip into our DMs. Am I saying that right? Oh, Beer Wonders, Beer Wonders are youth representative here. Slide into your DMs. Oh, slide into the DMs. Yeah, you can slide into our DMs. Yes, correct. Uh, which, uh, yeah, it's, and however you do it. See, slipping it, into the DMs means we're getting hacked. Slide is, you know. Okay. Well, we certainly, yeah, yeah our, 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 we're too, our password is way too easy for that to happen. Um, so yeah, so let us know. Uh, let us know if you like the show. Let us know if you hate the show. Let us know what you want on the next show. Let us know ideas you'd like us to feature on the shows. Uh, we just gave you multiple ways. Are, and, we, uh, uh, are we taking applications for new beer Avengers or? Uh... I think I think we're always taking. I mean, I, here's what I th- what I think. Like you know, uh, so far all of our beer Avengers have been guest beer Avengers. Right. But as soon as we start having, and this is going to happen. This is going to happen real soon. Okay. We're going to have beer Avengers who don't have names at the beginning of the show. They have their own names. They don't have beer Avenger names. Uh-huh. And, and, and those are beer Avengers to be. Ooh. Or guest, guest beer Avengers to be. And by the end of the episode, just by virtue of having done an episode, uh, they will be beer Avengers. Well, if we, we, might have... even, we might even, we might even come up with names for them during the show. Well, if these we are have, uh, beer Avengers that, that are, you know, in the beer business, they might want to use their real names too. Well, they definitely beer. will, but, but I, I think I think it's our responsibility as loyal beer vengers to find names for them I if agree. they haven't found them I agree. themselves. Um, and those are among the many things. That, I know this is only the next to last episode for the new year. Next week, we're just going to be doing a whole retrospective thing. It's not going to be a clip show. It's all going to be like no us clip. figuring out. No, <laughs> no clips. It's just going to be the, the the three of us. No, no other guests. And we're going to talk about um, whatever the fuck is on our mind. The year in beer. The year in beer. Beer. The year in the shittiest, the beer, the beer year in the shittiest year that most of us have ever experienced. It was a bad year, but it's, it was a great beer year. Hey, yeah. it's, it's a great year for beer podcasts. And a great year for beer podcasts. That's right. Yeah. All right. I see Huck is clutching the uke, but before we do, I want to thank Craft Beer Frank, yeah, AKA thanks, the Inspector, you are for awesome. being here. Thanks, guys. Uh, I appreciate you having me. Thank you. And You've I been a wonderful it. guest. Come back anytime. I do believe this Thanks. is the first show where we did not reveal anyone's real name. Yeah, we did a good job. <laughs> Wait, it's not over wow. yet. Yeah. I'm going to tell you mine. Clark Kent. <laughs> ah, there it is. Well, I'm not going to edit that out, so that's on you, man. That's it. That's it. The streak continues. All right. Huck, would you do us all the great honor and the pleasure and the privilege of playing us out? All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. What were the beer, 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 beer Avengers? Beer, 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 beer Avengers. Beer, 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 beer Avengers. We're the beer Avengers. We're the beer Avengers. Avengers.